0: Welcome to Becoming Mind Strong, the official podcast of Mind Strong Fitness. My name is Rachel. I'm the owner and head coach of Mind Strong Fitness, and I am here to teach you truth. No more bullshit, no more point systems, no more shakes, no more rafts. This is math and science, and we're going to learn how to do it together. Ready? Let's rock and roll. Welcome to episode one of Becoming Mindstrong, the official podcast of Mindstrong Fitness. I once read a business article and they said, if you don't look back on your first attempt on something and cringe, you're not growing. So I go into this episode knowing full well that one day future Rachel will look back on this first podcast episode and cringe. But for right now, I am so pumped to be here with you and I can't wait to rock and roll. When I started my company, Mindstrong Fitness, it was because I saw two major keys missing in the fitness world. The first is education. There are a million programs out there looking to tell you do X, Y, and Z, and it'll work and they're making you reliant on their company. What they're not doing is teaching you how to do this as a sustainable lifestyle. Listen, health and fitness come down to math and science, and it is learnable. nobody ha- no matter how many times you've, you've started and stopped you've tried and failed it doesn't matter. The the issue all along has been that you haven't gotten educated, and that's what we're here to do. We're here to get an education in nutrition, in fitness, in health, so that you have the tools you need to do this as a sustainable lifestyle. The second thing lacking is mindset training, and my favorite example is that of a lottery winner. Right? A lottery winner can add a whole bunch of zeros to their bank account, but if they haven't addressed their limiting beliefs, their belief that money is the root of all evil, that they're undeserving of money, they're going to do everything in their power to self-sabotage until they are back to their comfortable level of homeostasis. And it is the same thing for health and fitness. If you believe deep down that you are undeserving of the body of your dreams, or if you think that it's selfish, or if you think that it's egotistical, or if you think your whole family's overweight, who are you to, to be any different? You are going to self-sabotage until you get back to your comfort zone. We must train our bodies along with our minds to develop habits that last a lifetime. And that is what we're here to do. We are kicking off this podcast with a conversation about the truth behind fat loss. And if you know me, this is a conversation that gets me fired up because there is so much bullshit on the market packaged with a pretty pink bow and sold as truth. And in reality, what those programs are doing are the same thing as every other program, but with a higher price tag. There are truths when it comes to nutrition, and it is learnable, and it is math, and it is science, and it works according to the way our bodies are designed, and I am here to teach you how to do just that. So let's jump right in. Here's the first thing that we need to understand before we talk about any of the logistics of fat loss. Restriction doesn't work. And here's my favorite game to play. Right now, you can think about anything in the world that you want, anything at all. The world is your oyster. Think of anything you want, except a giant elephant balanced on a little blue rubber ball. Whatever you do, do not think about an elephant balanced on a little tiny blue rubber ball. What happens? The only thing your mind wants to think about is that elephant balanced on that blue ball. Am I right? It's not just those middle schoolers that I used to teach that want to do what you tell them not to do. This is human nature. We want to do what we tell our minds not to. So when you walk around saying, I can't eat this, I can't eat this, I can only eat this, I can only eat this, carbs are the enemy, I can't eat carbs, you are setting yourself up for failure. You are setting yourself up to burn up, to to burn out and to binge. The key to doing this as a sustainable lifestyle is to get educated and do it in a way where it does not rely on restriction. Now, we're going to talk about the truth behind nutrition, the truth behind how our bodies are designed, and some of the more popular diets out there and why you may have found them to not be sustainable. At the end of this conversation, if your answer to me is, Rachel, listen, I get it. I understand everything you're saying, and at the end of the day, it's just easier for me to buy into one of these systems than in the wise words of those middle schoolers, do you, boo-boo, you have to do what is going to be sustainable for you. My job as an educator, my job is to teach you the truth about how this works so that you are making an informed decision. Okay, here we go. First truth of nutrition. Every single human being has what's called a TDEE, that stands for Total Daily Energy Expenditure, TDEE. The TDEE is your baseline zero. It's the average number of calories you burn in a day. So, you wake up, you brush your teeth, you get your kids ready for school, you walk to the car, you realize you forgot your car keys, you walk back in the house, you walk back to your car, you spill your coffee, you walk back in the house again. All these things burn calories. Some days you forget your keys twice, you burn a little extra calories. (laughs) Some days you don't forget your keys at all, you burn less. If you have an active job like a waitress, you burn more calories. If you sit in a cubicle all day, you burn less. If you work out, you burn more. If you don't, you burn less. At the end of the day, this is an average. It's called your TDEE, the the average number of calories that you burn in a day. Here is the holy grail of fat loss. This is the, the magic pill that everyone is looking for. I'm about to lay it on you. Write down the date and time. This is a big moment in our lives. The key to fat loss, the only way to lose fat, is to be in what's called a caloric deficit. A caloric deficit simply means you eat less calories than you burn in a day. The only way to lose fat, I'm going to say it again, is to be in a caloric deficit, eating less calories than you burn in a day. So if that TDEE is our baseline zero, to get in a caloric deficit, we have to stay under that number. That's it. That is literally the only way to lose fat. If you go above that TDEE, you're going to gain. If you stay about even with it, you're going to maintain. Going above is called a surplus. That's how we gain weight. Staying even is called maintenance. Going below it, the key to fat loss, is called being in a caloric deficit. That is the holy grail of fat loss. You can do it with with shakes. You can do it with frozen meals. You can do it with point systems. Or you can learn to do it in a sustainable way, eating the foods you love. That's what I do. That's what I do with my clients. That's what I'm a huge fan of. And that's what I'm going to teach you to do. Before we learn how to do that, Let's talk about point systems and shakes. Okay, right now we know that the only way to lose fat, there's only one physical way to lose fat, and that's to be in a caloric deficit, eating less calories than we burn each day. So let's take a point system. The way most of these point systems work is they've packaged their own meals. They make up their own recipes, they package their meals. And they say here, this container of macaroni and cheese is worth three points. This container of chicken Alfredo is worth six points. Every day you're allowed to have... 15 points. That part varies by system. It doesn't matter because it's all made up. <laughs> the only thing that system is doing is figuring out how many calories are in each of their meals and making sure they add up so that that number is below your TDEE. The only thing those meals are doing is putting you in a cal- caloric deficit. However, they're doing it in a genius marketing way, they're doing it with their meals. And they're completely made up point system, so you are now reliant on them indefinitely. It doesn't matter if you're sick of the meals. It doesn't matter if you don't have access to the meals. It doesn't matter if you can't afford the meals anymore. It doesn't matter because the second you give up on their system, you're gonna gain the weight right back. And most of us have experienced this because we don't know why it's working. We're blindly following this point system with no idea of why it's working, so we are reliant on them indefinitely. And the only thing they are doing is putting you in a caloric deficit. The same is true of shakes. Let's say an average day for you is 500 calories at lunch, 800 calories at dinner. Okay, that's a pretty standard lunch and dinner for you, hypothetically. Here comes the shake company saying, replace lunch with this shake. Replace dinner with this this shake. And this shake has 200 calories. So you swap out your 500 calorie lunch for a 200 calorie shake. You swap out your 800-calorie dinner for a 200-calorie shake, and then we celebrate and say, holy crap, this shake has magical fairy dust in it, and I'm losing weight. You are not losing weight because this shake has magical fairy dust in it. You are losing weight because you swapped out a 500-calorie lunch for a 200-calorie shake, and at 800-calorie dinner for a 200 calorie shake. The only thing these shakes are doing is putting you in a caloric deficit. And of course they are because that is literally the only way that our bodies can lose weight. Now, this is where the answer can be, well, Rachel, knowing all that, I'd still rather buy into these point systems or into these shake systems. It's just easier for me. That's fine. You have to find what works for you. What I want you to understand is that you can do this eating whatever the hell you want. You can do this without being reliant on on frozen meals, without spending 150 bucks on a a tub of powder that's just putting you in a caloric deficit. You can do this if you're a vegetarian, if you're a vegan, if you're a carnivore, if you're gluten-free, you can do this eating the foods you love and avoiding the foods that you don't love. Now, before we talk about how to do that, the other thing we need to understand is this. There are certain truths about human biology, about how our bodies are designed. And one of those major truths is this. Our body is designed to process carbs, fat, and protein. We call them our macronutrients, or macros for short. Carbohydrates, which are our carbs, our fat, and our protein. This is how human biology was designed, to process all three. That means that to lose fat, you do not have to be in a low-fat diet. You do not have to be in a low-carb diet. These fad diets, again, these are based off restriction. When you walk around telling yourself, I can't have carbs, I can't have carbs, we binge, right? We cave and we binge and we're miserable and it is not a sustainable lifestyle and it is not necessary. The way that our bodies are designed is to go to carbs first for energy. When your body needs energy, which it produces in the form of something called ATP, when your body needs that energy, the first source that it goes to is carbs. This is literally how our bodies are designed. Will it survive without them? Will it find ways to adapt? Absolutely. Our bodies are powerhouses that can adapt to almost anything. But what you're doing when you deprive it of carbs is literally tricking it to go to something that's not its primary source. So I say that to say, The reason that you lose weight when you cut out carbs is not because carbs are making you fat. The reason that you lose weight when you cut out carbs is because you're putting yourself in a deficit. Side note, when you first go into a low carb diet, your body releases a lot of water. So when people do experience rapid weight loss, when they cut out carbs, a lot of that is water weight. It is not fat and it will come back. But the reason that we experience fat loss when we cut out carbs. The main reason is because we are putting ourselves in a caloric deficit. It is not because carbs are the enemy. It's the same thing with fat. Being in a low-fat diet does not make you drop massive amounts of weight. The only way to lose fat is is to eat less calories than you burn in a day, to be in a caloric deficit. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're overeating carbs, if you're overeating fat, even if you're overeating protein. If you are overeating, if you're going above your TDEE, you are going to gain weight. If you're staying below it, you're going to lose. Now, knowing that our body needs a balance of carbs, fat, and protein, those are called your macronutrients, your macros the way that I do nutrition, and this is not Rachel's laws of health and fitness. When I say the way that I do nutrition, the way that I do it for myself, the way that I educate my clients to do it is called tracking macros. I did not make this up. There are millions of people in the world who do this. I say this as someone who has tried them all out there. And to me, this is how you make nutrition a sustainable lifestyle. A discussion of how we figure out your personal numbers is beyond that of what we're going to cover in a podcast, but here is the mindset here, the tools of how macro tracking works. I like to think of it 100% like budgeting. Okay, let's say I handed you a $100 bill and I said, you can spend this $100 on whatever the hell you want. The only rules are you can't save it and it doesn't roll over. Tomorrow you're going to get another 100 but you have to spend this 100 today. You can make a big purchase in the morning and be stingy the rest of the day. You can save it all day and blow it all at night. You could make two big purchases. You can make 10 little purchases. It doesn't matter. It's your $100 as long as you spend it all today. This is 100% how macro tracking works. You figure out first and foremost your calories because calories are king. From there, your calories get broken down into your carbs, your fat, and your protein. And as long as you hit those numbers, as long as you get within two to three grams of those numbers consistently, you will lose weight. And the beauty of this is there's no restriction, right? People who know me know that I love Krispy Kreme donuts. I refuse to live a life that doesn't include the occasional Krispy Kreme donut. So on days, I don't do it every day because it's not the most nutritious food, but on the days where I want to have a donut... I can work it into my macros. I can make the conscious choice to quote unquote, spend a bunch of my carbs and a bunch of my fat macros on that donut. And then I work around it the rest of the day. I've spent that that money or I've spent those grams of macros that day. And the rest of the day, I just have to be a little stingier with my carbs and with my fat. It's the same thing as budgeting your money. This does two things. One, it is not based off restriction. There are no good or bad foods. There's more nutritious foods that we want to aim for the majority of the time, but there's nothing that you absolutely cannot eat. There's no foods that are off limits. So that idea of restriction goes out the window. The other thing this lets us do is it lets us pre-plan. So how often have you done it where you're like, well, I'm going to have pizza at lunch today. So today goes down, down the rabbit hole just like that, right? I've had one piece of pizza. I may as well have four. No, you can pre-plan. I know I'm going to have pizza at lunch today, so I'm going to plug it into my app, and we use free, free apps online. There's MyFitnessPal, there's Lose It, there's a million free macro tracking apps out there. I'm going to plug it into my app first thing in the morning before that pizza has even become a twinkle in my eye. I'm going to put in my app first thing in the morning so that I can budget the rest of the day around it. Right Again, it's just like if you've ever put aside money for a vacation before the vacations come, you just put it somewhere else. It's not even an option for you to spend. It's already accounted for. You haven't actually spent the money yet, but in your mind, it's already been spent. It's off to the side. And that's what we can do with macro tracking. We can pre-plan. We can plug things in before we eat them, and then we can plan the rest of the day around it. Macro tracking to me is the most sustainable way to do nutrition. It's not based off restriction. There's no foods that are off limits and it works for any lifestyle. If you're a vegetarian, if you're a vegan, if you're gluten-free, if you're a carnivore, if you're doing whole 30, it doesn't matter. You can eat the foods you love. You can avoid the foods you don't love as long as you hit your numbers each day. Are you with me so far? Here's the last part we have to talk about with macros. A common question, it's a good one that I get is this. Rachel, if to, if fat loss comes down to calories in, calories out, why even think about macros? Why not just focus on calories? And it's a valid point. And it's a valid point because of this. At the end of the day, yes, calories are king. Fat loss comes down to calories in versus calories out. So when you work with a coach or however you go about finding your macros, the at the end of the day the most important number that you have is your total calories if you stay at that number if you stay in a caloric deficit you will lose fat however that's like saying i want to be rich for the sake of having a lot of money that's not completely true most of us do not want to be rich because looking at a computer screen that shows lots of zeros in our bank account makes us feel good we want to be rich because the feeling that accompanies it. we want that feeling of security. we want that that feeling of freedom. We want all the things the feelings that come with having that money and it's the same thing here. most of us don't want to lose fat so that we can look at a scale and see a certain number back. instead, we want that feeling we want the energy that comes with it. We want the body that we look in the mirror and feel confident about. We want all those feelings that come with fat loss, and this is what macro tracking does. Being in a caloric deficit is the most important part. That's how we lose the fat. But when we're talking about energy level, when we're talking about body composition, when we're talking about overall health, that's where we talk about macros. Macros are a more detailed way of calorie counting to ensure that your body is getting the proper balance of carbs, fat, and protein. This is what you need to understand. This is not Rachel's laws of health and fitness. Macro tracking has been around for a long time. It is by far the most sustainable approach to nutrition. It is not blindly following someone's someone's point system or someone's shakes. It is literally redefining your relationship with food and giving you the tools you need to do this as a sustainable lifestyle. When you learn to track macros, there's a learning curve. It takes a couple weeks to lock this in. It's like learning a new skill. It's no different than than learning to knit. It's going to take you a couple weeks. And this is where we get into a bigger discussion about mindset, which we're going to talk about quite a bit on this podcast. Okay, let's stick with our knitting example. If you sat down to knit for the first time and you kept making mistakes and having to unravel your work, you have two choices. In your mind, you could say, oh, this is complete bullshit. I could just go spend $20 and buy a sweater. Or you can say, wow, this is more challenging than I thought. Let me dig in and focus. And once I learn how to do this, I'm going to have the skill for life. And the same is true of macro tracking. In the, We've never thought about how many grams of carbs, fat, and protein we're eating in a day. So to think you're just going to lock it in overnight is not setting yourself up for success. There's a learning curve. We're learning a new skill. And once you put in the work, once you learn that skill, You will literally redefine your relationship with food. You will learn how to fuel your body. Your energy is going to go through the roof. And no longer are you living this life where where it's, I shouldn't eat this. I, I can't eat this. I feel so guilty that I eat this. Oh, my pants are... You take complete control of your nutrition. And it is one of the most empowering feelings in the universe. Over our time together ahead in this podcast, we're going to talk way more about nutrition. We're going to talk way more about truth. We're going to talk way more about all these mindset pieces because that is where everything starts with education and with mindset. Thank you for joining me for our first kickoff episode of Becoming Mind Strong, and I'll see you guys next time. For more information on MindStrong Fitness, visit www.mindstrongfitness.com.